you want to. So, yeah, I'm not going to talk for long. Maybe 10 minutes, 15 minutes, who knows? Um, it's basically spontaneous. Like what I uh, named this little title of me talking. I've said ego and multiplicity of desire, slowing down, overwhelmment as a call to surrender and power of spontaneity. So I guess this is kind of re relevant to me now because I'm moving uh, to, I'm moving countries, moving to Canada. So these next couple of weeks are really like, I've got so much to handle and um, I have all my kind of, you know, spiritual practices have uh i have you guys <laughs> to look after in the in the discord and um youtube and while i'm in canada I, I don't want to focus on that so much uh so i'm i'm doing a lot of videos before i fly so that i can just uh periodically upload them um and enjoy myself a bit more in canada and uh yeah and so many things bring over Menoko the cat and uh i guess stop my stop my partner from from being stressed out and, and so many things to to do you know so it's a lot uh moving countries it always is so how do we not lose the path when we're so overwhelmed and you know really it's not a case of how much we have on and how much we have to do and and whether we have like five responsibilities or 20 responsibilities the person who has 20 responsibilities can be much less stressed than the person with like two responsibilities right so there's a lot of factors which determine whether a person is going to be you know too stressed and basically fall spiritually and maybe forget their spiritual path because they get so caught up in the overwhelming chaos of the life chaos internally and externally and we can kind of see an example of how it depends on what kind of person it is when we say like you know when a person is uh, a teenager they're given a responsibility they just one job you know they have a job and they find it very stressful they have like social anxiety and things like this and then when we're older we mean we can have an entire family that, that's even that's a lot more right but then usually by then hopefully for most people they're not that stressed right because um at least the conscious person has been developing themselves so we have the earthly life, which is, yeah, a lot of stress, but then add all of the spiritual awakening and, and all of that. I mean, that's like even more responsibility. So it can be so, um, it can be really overwhelming, right? And so it's not so much how much responsibility you have. It's actually really your capability to handle it all and your state of consciousness and your ability to not feel overwhelmed in the face of so many things and really seeing the reality as to how much you have, um, how much you think you have and how much you're actually living in the present moment, just gracefully doing one thing at a time. So this is uh, why I named the, the start of it ego and multiplicity of desire when we have so many things to do in life we usually uh, have this 
we have this ego that wants to get it done. We have all of these desires and we, and the main thing and, and the main teaching, you know, really to take away from it is, and we should always remind ourselves that um, when you're doing one thing, there's absolutely no reason. And there's absolutely, it's, it's a, it's a computational error. It's a dysfunction of the mind to think about the next thing you have to do. You don't need to think about the next thing, right? When you're doing one task, you stay on that task in this present moment. And uh, you don't let this multiplicity of desire spread out, you know? There's no point in doing one thing and then thinking about the next thing. And that's really the start of this feeling overwhelmed, right? And this is not, that's not, good you know that's not uh what we want when we're trying to be doing things as efficiently as we can with also expending the least amount of energy while we're doing it so usually we think in terms of when we do one task we're spending energy uh ideally we want to do tasks but also be retaining and also cultivating energy. You know, when you when you have to go to wash the dishes, are you thinking about so many scenes in the mind and expending energy and feeling like it's a chore? Or are you just in the moment, grateful for um, what you're doing uh, and just enjoying a simple thing as washing the dishes. Because if you're enjoying it and you're uh, in a state of well-being, uh, then you can actually be gaining energy rather than rather than losing it. So, of course, this is why I've said, uh, you know, slowing down as well. It's just really important to really slow down while we're doing things. So, you know, I think uh, on my, my channel and in general, I've spoken a lot about meditation and having a practice, you know, setting a time for yourself, whether it's five minutes, 20 minutes or an hour, you know, to formal practice. But what's just as important is being uh, and maintaining self-awareness, slowing down this feeling of overwhelm, being overwhelmed and um, managing this multiplicity of desire throughout the day. That's what makes the difference, you know, really. Like, uh, if you are meditating, you, know, you have you could have perfect meditation, perfect samadhi. And you go into realms of total bliss and enlightenment. And then if, if you finish and you're just completely overwhelmed by the responsibilities and thoughts and dramas of life, like an hour later after you've meditated, I mean, what what did you meditate for? You know, what's the point? You may as well have not meditated, to, to be honest. Like, I know it it does uh, help at some point, you know, in some way. Um, and I do, I do believe, regardless of uh, how much you do feel overwhelmed and dramas, um, if you do at least have a consistent practice, it's going to help. But this should really be applied to and, and really be... The meditation, the meditative state should 
flow into and spill into our waking awareness. That's the most important thing, into self-observation, feeling these overwhelming emotions in the body, constriction, anxieties, and just simply slowing down to observe them and observing all the things you want to do and the chaos in the mind. It's okay. There's nothing you have to do about it, right? It's always back to the being and being is not doing, right? So maybe you see, oh, I, I, I'm failing or I'm, I'm uh, what do I do with all these thoughts and these emotions and feelings, you know? And there's that saying things like, oh, what do I do? Or I'm failing or I'm rubbish. I'm not very good at this. That's still all adding to the, the overwhelming feeling. So it's still about slowing down, watching that those thoughts, watching those anxieties, not identifying with uh, how we feel and how we react to overwhelming, right? It's one thing to be overwhelmed. And then it's worse to negatively react to being overwhelmed, right? So we're being overwhelmed because we're being overwhelmed. So we're such a, we're like a, just, we're crazy, right? In the mind. So, um, yeah. And so uh, this is why I've also said overwhelmment as a call to surrender. And when, at any point when you start to see that you are being overwhelmed, and that you're thinking of one or two other things while you're doing one thing and not being present. Meditating on this meaning of surrender is very good, you know? It Because you don't have to think about, okay, I should do this particular technique to uh, get back to the present moment and uh, observe my breath, which you can so totally do that, of course, but complete and just radical surrender, like, like a rebellious surrender, right? Like um, this is why it's uh, called like revolutionary psychology, which is, and and how it's, it has a kind of rebellious attitude to it. So when you see that you're feeling negative emotions, you're feeling anxious and all, all of this, and you don't know what to do, just stop, you know? Just completely stop, just surrender. Surrender all of it and... Uh, it's, it's almost like, a, you know, okay, I don't care anymore. I'm just going to let the day flow how it should, get these things done when I can, and I trust in my experience, and I trust in... I trust that things will get done, you know? It's really, it's a really beautiful thing to be able to trust ourselves to get it all done. You know, because when we think in the future about how to get things done, um, usually, I mean, that's, it's, yes, we can think about a certain method and solutions, uh, but when we become anxious about it, it, it really just makes it, we make more problems rather than solving problems. And you can't really solve problems if you're so, uh, you know, overwhelmed and not really present, because being present should be a habit. But when we make a habit out of always being in the future, when it comes to the point of being in the future of the thing that we were anxious about, then when we get to that, we will still be thinking of in the future of 
the next thing to do, if that makes sense, you know? So let's say I'm uh, anxious about packing my suitcase tomorrow and I keep thinking about it here and now while talking to you. And then tomorrow, uh, and because I'm in that habitual mode of being in the future, when I'm tomorrow, when I'm packing my suitcase, I will absolutely be in that habitual mode of thinking about being anxious about some future event while I'm doing the suitcase, you know? So we're never, we're never really present. We're always in the future about something. It doesn't matter, you know, what it is. So this, we have this overwhelmment or this feeling of being overwhelmed and we surrender. And that opens up this power of uh, spontaneity, you know, because you don't know uh, how things will play out in life, right? You don't know uh, what kind of challenges there will be, or you don't know how long a particular thing uh, is going to take to solve. And you might not be able to do the 10 tasks that you wanted to do in one day. And if you try to stick rigidly to those tasks that you wanted to do, then there's probably going to be chaos because it's not gone the way that you wanted or not gone the way that your ego wanted it to, to go. So that's why the spontaneity uh, is quite powerful as well, to be spontaneous and to not tell ourselves so much that we're going to do this or that. And we just stick to that and we try to think in the mind how it's going to play out rigidly. Because it also takes away creativity of the moment. You know, if I think, um, okay, tomorrow I'm going to go to the shops and get this and that. I'm kind of like, I become like a robot, you know? Um, go to the shop, get this and that, come back, done. <laughs> you know, like, I, I'm just an android. So really, uh, spontaneity it's more in the moment. It feels well, what we should do. And uh, we also enjoy the process and it becomes more creative. It's creative because we're still open. We're not filled with so many thoughts and ideas, right? Overwhelmed with uh, ideas, overwhelmed with things. And there's no space for creative thought to happen. So usually we always think a solution to a particular thing is the, the best thing to do. And we just go with that. But if we go rigidly to that without any spontaneous creativity, um, we may miss opportunities to see that there are other ways uh, which we could have done a particular thing, or there are better ways uh, in which we could solve something.